Hey, everyone, real quick, uh, before we get into the show today, uh, if you like what you've been hearing so far, uh, or even if you don't, please consider uh, subscribing and leaving us a review. It really is uh, super helpful to us, especially just as we're getting started, ensuring that this nonsense can continue. Uh, And with that, enjoy the show. A dissection is imperative. I do a Guinness because I'm Irish and genetically compatible with it. God, this man, this is the man over here. I have another bar story, but I'll save it. You're I genetically, want, I I've never heard of being genetically compatible with beer. Yeah. Like you go to a doctor's office and they're like, it's a match. <laughs> Your son's going to be all right. He's genetically compatible with this Guinness. <laughs> oh, Faith on Bagara. Yeah. We always thought that he would survive, but we never thought that it would actually happen. Oh, thank Christ. He'll be able to drink till he throws up in a public space. <laughs> And sing all of the songs, the sad, horrible songs we live with as a culture. When Irish eyes are smiling. Aye, what should we be writing all of our songs about? About how all of our family members are drunk and dead? Sounds like a grand plan. (laughs) Sorry, I wanted a beer that was not warm. This is cold. This is, feel this. It's cool. Okay, uh, the listeners can't see, but Mike just put his buttocks into Nick's hand. Hey, bring that up to my mouth there, cowboy. I gotta get a closer look. Oh, man. Episode six, already gone ass to mouth. (laughs) Oh, not in the microphone, Mike. (laughs) And that's... And that's the story of St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, with that lead-in, welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. And I'm Mike Russell. And you may have heard a third voice quipping in every so often, and that is uh, Mr. Stephen Trollinger. Gentlemen. Yes. Uh, Mr. Trollinger is an actor. Uh, Occasionally. <laughs> you just came from an audition on your way here. That's a little bit different than being an... I, I mean... I'm 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 always down on myself. I shouldn't be. It's uh, it's still part of the process going it is, to auditions. Very, very much so. But I often feel like I don't. I'm not working until I'm actually working. Yes. So like I can only call myself an actor when I'm working, and then I do other things. Stephen Trollinger is a currently failed actor who's yes. here on the podcast with us, and we're very happy to have oh, him. Oh, that's so great! Awesome. I, I like to have a. <laughs> Wait, I'm new to the podcast. How does this? What What do you guys do here? What do, what do we do? What do here? we do? Oh, hold on! I'm being I'm being a cool like lead-in guy. Wow, yeah. it's like you're the voice of the audience. Yeah, I'm the POV. Look, audience, I got you. I know what you want to know. I can ask the questions you want to ask. Just just I'll give you my personal email address at the end of the show <laughs> to email me all the questions that the six of you want to know. <laughs> I know Stephen Trollinger's personal email, so I can hold him to oh, that. Oh, we are we are releasing that it. now. He said he'd do it. I will. <laughs> Well, no. The joke's so, on you. I have at least three emails I use. I'm off the grid by being on the grid more. <laughs> I'm off the grid by having myself associated with a podcast that is distributed all over the world. <laughs> but no, Steve slash uh, every member of the audience. So the Song Tops Report is a podcast where we uh, where bad music goes to die and stays dead. <laughs> yes. And what we do is we find kind of just bad or bizarre music. Uh, dissect it, provide our analysis of both the lyrics, the songwriting process, possibly the music video, if there's something in it that is relevant to the song. And uh, then we provide our um, informed opinion on w- why we 
what caused the song to die? Ah, why yeah. why it met the untimely? Because all these songs are dead on arrival. We're just so, here to figure out why they were. So yeah, it's kind of like an autopsy, but it's a <gasps> song topsy. Oh my god, I got it. I finally got it. Right before you said it, it came to me as if in a dream. Well, get ready for a nightmare because uh, this Ooh, song. Good transitional. Thank first. you. I'm really good at these. I have a whole list printed out right now in front of me. Here, I'm just shuffling papers. He's I'll... lying, audience. He has nothing in front of him. <laughs> I'm gonna add the sound effects later. People shuffling. So you seem like a liar. I'm tearing. I'm tearing the veil back from behind this Illuminati-funded curtain of lies and deceit. I'm not sure what to believe anymore. <laughs> the Illuminati's not paying me nearly enough to do this. But uh, so yes, there was a song released in 2005, I believe, is when the single came out for a song called "My Humps" by the Black Eyed Peas. It goes a little something like this. Check it out. I drive these brothers crazy. I do it on the daily. They treat. So I don't know if you caught that. The song is about her humps. Now the Black Eyed Peas. I'm assuming if you are if you are uh, anything any if you are our generation or even older or I guess I guess younger. The Black Eyed Peas still had stuff coming out after I stopped listening to them. Uh, oh, they were signed in 1992. Oops. That was that was Mike reading off of Nick's cheat sheet, everyone, because he didn't do his own research. You know, Mike, if you were more aggressive with that, you could have passed that off as your own insight. You just started laughing immediately and gave the game away. Can we play poker? I want to play yeah. poker with you for money. Oh, wow, the Black APs were signed in 1992. Oh, shit! I was only, like, four. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, like, it caught my eye, and... Uh, Scared me a little. I really thought they came in like the early two thousands. So. Well, so like no, in nineteen ninety two, um, th- three members of the Black Eyed Peas, you know, including Will I Am, uh, ki- kind of got started. Now they were all teenagers at the time. They were all fairly young. Um, but yes, Black Eyed Peas were originally signed in nineteen ninety two. Uh, they released three albums actually that mo- a lot of people didn't had never heard. Like they were actually. Fairly critically well-received albums. It's just they didn't really get much playtime. But then the Black Eyed Peas released uh, in 2005. Well, actually, no, even earlier than that. They released their album Elefunk, which spawned Uh, the song Elefunk, yes, which spawned the song Where Is the Love, featuring Fergie. Fergie, uh, who is very central to the song My Humps, was actually not a permanent member of the band at that time. But she... Well, it was her and Justin Timberlake were both on that on that track. Yes, like, yes. But you could never hear Justin. He was just like for the chorus. But yeah, you people are killing, people yeah. dying. That was Justin Timberlake's contribution. But Fergie joined on that, and then she became a permanent member uh, later on. Yes, the... Yes, where is the love? You just imagine the gang getting together after that and saying, that was a great song we did, gang, about how the world is in dire straits. In order to overcome the things that divide us, we need to embrace love for our fellow man. Hey, what should we write about next? Tits and ass. <laughs> That's a great idea. We need a good. <laughs> yes, where is the love? It... Great, great idea. We need a good club song next. What's that one going to be about? Make it about being retarded. <laughs> 
I did not know that song. The actual lyrics were "Let's get retarded." Oh, yeah, until you were the radio and ha. Oh yes, yeah, I heard. Yes, get retarded. Yes, I heard. I heard the radio version for most of my life. But yes, I don't know why that didn't get any airplay. Yeah, who? Yeah, who could possibly have a problem Once with that? Once again, our PC leftist media, yes, lamestream media, lamestream media tries to defend our young minds, our American minds, from shield us from the things we can't handle. So anyway, Ella Funk, uh, Where Is The Love comes out. But then in 2005, so they get they get uh, very big after this. And then 2005, Monkey Business comes out, which spawns many of their hit singles, but very predominantly the song My Humps. Now, My Humps, Will I Am originally wrote for the Pussycat Dolls. What? Yeah. But then he gave them some other song and felt like, you know what, My Humps has got the gravitas and the uh, songwriting sensibilities to kind of follow up on Where's the Love and our earlier songs. Wouldn't the Pussycat Dolls technically have more humps than just oh, Fergie? Oh, it's not about... <laughs> wait, don't get me started on the whole point of the song. Look, the song's objectifying women. Whether you believe it's empoweringly objective in, or uh, objectifying them or not... Uh, that's for you to decide, but the song, at its most literal, is about, hey, look at all of the boobs and butts on this woman, in this case, Fergie. Now, Fergie is a very attractive woman. It's not my... Super hot, no doubt about it. (laughs) (laughs) She's not my cup of tea, necessarily, um, and I do enjoy tea, several different types. Um, just not Fergie. Not, that's not, just not Fergalicious tea. Yes. Man, I would drink Fergie tea. tea all day, yes. at least for a week. Not Come Irish on. Fergie <laughs> breakfast. No. <laughs> not my... Not my. Um, so I... The song is about objectifying a woman with humps and lumps. You gotta... You I, gotta have those things. She's a svelte lady, is what I'm saying. She doesn't... She has bumps. I'll give her bumps. <laughs> I am being both... I am defending feminism and both objectifying women at the same time. I, she needs more. Look, if she's going to sing about having tits and ass, she needs more tits and ass. That's all I'm going to say. Look, it may be unpopular so with brave, a PC so media brave. culture. Thank you, thank you. The main lamestream media is going to twist my words again. So help me God, I will go to Sean Hannity. I just feel like my bumps wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. It just wouldn't have had the impact. Listen. Tell me if I'm crazy. You're crazy. You're yeah. crazy. You're right. no, don't crazy. set us up for that. Don't set us up for that. We can't stop but, ourselves. But, but is there a possibility, just maybe, music video aside, because that wouldn't show this at all, but maybe, you know, Fergie wants to be, she was imagining herself as a camel being bought by a man in Egypt that runs a tourist place, Ooh. right? But she wears human clothes, okay? Which for, hey, for emphasis she, for emphasis for our view, for our listeners at home, Mike is saying this while gripping the microphone tightly in one hand and giving like a uh, like a, a beckoning a, a beckoning like a, a a Celine Dion the like apex of my heart will go on big arm swing to the side like he is just belting some sort of deep emotional resonant lyric at us. I'm just saying she may wish to be... He's clutching his breast now, ladies and gentlemen. That camel. <laughs> so you think Fergie, rather than this just being a like a dance hall song where like there's a call and response between men and women, rather than it being about that or about lovely lady lumps, you think it's about 
Fergie wanting to be a camel in Egypt dressed in human clothes. Like, <laughs> well, why the human clothes, actually? It's, it's because this this tour guide, all right, in Egypt yes. is, is doing a new campaign, okay? He, okay. You know how people dress up their dogs? Yes, yes, in New York people City we see it all the pets? time. He's dressing up his camels, right? Yes. And this guy's spending all his money on this camel because he's like he's ready to start this this tour guide service where people are riding on camels and they have two humps, <gasps> though. A two hump camel. So- one in the back, one in the front. Okay? It all makes sense. Fergie wants to be a camel. I'm just saying, maybe. Hot take. Hot take from my It's a very hot take. You know what? Uh, th- I guarantee bit- if you go on the internet right now, nobody has thought of this. <laughs> There's a little bit more history we have to go through, but I'm actually very interested to see as we play through the song uh, if if your theory holds up. Mike, by the end of this by the end of this podcast, I want a thesis statement and three paragraphs from you with proper citation. You yeah. know, MLA formatting. <laughs> paragraph one, intro. Paragraph two, body. Paragraph three, conclusion. No, so you have most likely already heard the song "My Humps" before, but. My Humps, at least like the core chunk of the song and a lot of the sampling, actually was not originally written by Will I Am or the Black Eyed Peas. Shut up! What? I know. It's almost like musicians shamelessly steal from each other all the time. Now, Nick, define for me the concept in the music business known as sampling. I don't even have it. So the music that I listen to on a normal basis doesn't sample music. They're actually musicians who just write their own music. Oh, shame. Now... Sampling, though, has been a practice practiced throughout. In fact, uh, the very first song we did, Butterfly, yes. they sampled uh, the Red Hot, Red Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. Yeah. So, way back in uh, 1983, a band, or a group called Sexual Harassment. <laughs> Stop! Or, their, or, name was, their name was Sexual Harassment. Or Harassment, if you're nasty. Yes. <laughs> If you really want to get nasty on the dance floor. Uh, by Well, actually, the guy, uh, Oren Lynn Tolliver was the man behind... <laughs> Oren Lynn Tolliver was the man behind the, sexual harassment. The third? Oh, behind it. From the <laughs> or in front, depending on what the jury ruled. I say, it's I, Oliver... What's the guy's name? <laughs> Oren Lynn Tolliver. Oren Lynn Tolliver, I say, I've got a good... A ripping good song idea for you fellows. It's about... Freak needing. It's about, yes, or more specifically, I need a freak. Now, I'm going to play just a little section of the song Sexual Harassment, or the, the song I Need a Freak by Sexual Harassment, right. and let me know if any of the sounds just very slightly familiar. So freak to calm my nerves. Help me out. I need a freak with long, long hair. A super freak in underwear. I need a freak. To treat me right, I need a freak every day and every night. Now, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but that little musical section, that bam, 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 Mike, how much do you think that's worth? If you, like, in terms of songwriting royalties. God, I mean, it's. Bam, 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 bam. It's five notes. It's five notes. Five notes, and none of the words are the same. I no, mean, they're not. This is strictly off of and some shitty fucking, like, like freaking elementary keyboard. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Just one finger. Bam, 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 bam. It's a real hunt and peck keyboard I mean, playing. Man, they'd be lucky if they got, what, a couple Gs? How much did they give them? So you're saying like $1.2 million seems like a little higher than what you would be that's looking a, at? That's a bit steep. 
that's a bit steep. It's just funny that such an inane song as My Humps, uh, the roots of this song went back so far and were so valuable because... Oh, there, so there's a whole court case involved. Yeah, there's and, the, there, Jim McCant. Yes, is so... The, is the name of the guy, yeah. Look, Jim could do is what he should be because he stole all that money! <laughs> Holy shit! 1.2? Well, so so here's what happens. So, uh, Stop looking at Nick's notes. <laughs> you lazy son of a bitch. We had several days to do research. Look, uh, Orrin Lynn Tolliver was supposed to receive 75% of royalties as, as songwriting for anything pertaining to that song. But he had this ex-partner, James McCant, who I don't... Was he a producer? I, I tried to actually find what his title was. He, he um, as far as I could tell, he was just a guy who sold music he didn't own. Yes. <laughs> I want to say some sort of musical con man, almost. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. The lowest was... bottom feeder in uh, all of humanity. Uh, it goes Nazis, this guy. Below Nazis. Below Nazis, that's right. Goes Nazis, this guy, trilobites. Yes. So, James McCann uh, licensed this track to other musicians, but apparently did not actually uh, give the proper royalties to Orrin Lynn Tolliver that he was supposed to. And so. A whole bunch of other bands throughout the 80s covered this song, but then when the Black Eyed Peas kind of borrowed that central theme for the song My Humps, uh, a full lawsuit was filed, and uh, Tolliver won. He actually won. He, he Fight the power. It, it, which is actually somewhat encouraging. He got the royalties that he, you know, was uh, entitled to, which is actually great. So, so this Tolliver guy, he was a... Um, uh, something of a local hero in Cleveland, where he was from originally. Where heroes are hard to come by. Yes. <laughs> no, Cleveland did not need a hero. It needed a freak. A freak! Exclusively. So that you only come to satisfy me. It's very selfish. See, now, I now, actually didn't... I, I thought they took lyrics. I didn't Francois think they took a hook. Fuck. I don't... I, I listened to the song. I didn't really hear anything that okay. popped out as, like, a lyric that they took. Um, but uh, I was about to go, because that's just plagiarism. You take lyrics. You just took the lyric. So I'm, I'm actually somewhat relieved to hear that they just took the riff. So Tolliver won his case, and I, I, I found this article on Cleveland Live LLC. I've seen, like, some online paper where he was talking about winning this lawsuit, and he said, quote, I'm extremely happy, said Tolliver, 61, from his home now in Tampa, Florida. Uh, this case took 10 years. God was on my side. Which, nothing like having the good G-O-D at your back, man. You can't lose anything I can't, when I, you got God on your I side. I can't think of more things God would like to personally intervene, I intervene just, in than uh, sports teams' victories and... Uh, uh, Court cases involving music theft. In involving music theft, especially pertaining to a, a band called Sexual Harassment. Tyler also said, quote, I've been unemployed for the last few years and was near bankruptcy, he said. Uh, so this is a blessing. I, am, I, I plan on moving back to Cleveland in the next six months. I've written 300 songs in the past two years. I don't get all that money... Uh, the sun every other day. <laughs> yeah, literally every other day. Tolliver has been writing a song to compete with. I mean, who knows? Maybe the Black Eyed Peas will start sampling some of those songs. Now, on to the actual band uh, in question. Uh, BEP? What, what, what? The, uh, BEP. You're talking about BEP? Talking about Black Eyed Peas? Yes. Talking about BEP? Hey, yeah. BEP. Fendi and Madonna. Karen, they be sharing all their money. Fly. Goodbye, 
Oh, product placement. And I love how that, like, we're watching the music video. You don't even have to hear it. They're, they're literally naming the product placement in there. True religion. Like, how much do you think, how much additional do you think they get paid to actually drop in the product placement? At a certain point, you get famous enough that people pay you for product placement as opposed to you paying the product for product placement. That's that's where we all want to get to. I know, I, right? I would product placement the shit out of anything on this podcast. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How much free stuff do you think you guys can get? <laughs> yeah. I'm just so glad Yo, that... we should talk to Spotify. We're always listening to their yes. shit on there anyway. Sure do love these Gap shorts I own. <laughs> yes. Comfy, I mean... cotton made. <laughs> they breathe know. like, well, cotton. I, I buried know. the lead on that one. I don't know about you guys, but I don't I don't think this podcast would be possible without the magic of Audio Technica microphones. Audio Technica has been producing fantastic electronic equipment for nigh on decades. Audio Technica, hear the audio. Stay for the Technica. Nick, when you talk, I can't help but uh, reach for a cold, tall Mackenzie's hard cider and just throw a swig of that back. Listen to your melodious voice. Tell me all about the good things coming out of that sound company. And when I think of how miserable Steve makes me with comments like that, I can't help but just sip into this raging bitch made by the flying dog at 8.3%. Okay, pause this for a second. Yes. Okay. I, it's a pet peeve. I have a pet peeve with songs. When you try to rhyme words with the same word. Yes. Beyonce oh, Beyonce amen. Beyonce does this all the time. Wait, what was the what was the what so was the word that taken. he rhymed with? She, she's just saying taken. She's they keep on taking and then they keep on taking like stop take. Yeah, just stop rhyming words with words. It's not a rhyme. You're just repeating the words. Songs don't have to rhyme though, look, Steve. Will I look, I respect Will I am. I've spit I, I I respect <laughs> William so much. Will William's a grand fellow. I've sp- I've stated numerous times on this podcast, numerous times on this podcast that I've been on numerous times about my love for his brand of headphones. I love how expensive they are for no reason. I love how terrible they look. Is that the Beats or is that Dre? That's Dre. That's Dre. William has got the uh, oh the, sh- the shitty called? secondary one that nobody knows about. Was what are those? I the I am plus. I think I should mention the three of us. Are white men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, please, don't take anything we say. You can edit all this part out right now. <laughs> sure. Can you make... Look, all I ask is you either make me seem less racist or more racist. Just don't make me seem wishy-washy. No, I don't want to be... No, not flip-floppy racist bullshit. I don't want to be no French toast. I'm just... I was just <laughs> marking on the fact of... <laughs> I was just remarking the fact of three white guys in a room critiquing the songs of of a of a culture and a genre this is a cult this is this culture? is culture i would argue this is bereft of culture this is just a genre a genre of music then what genre would you call this again i don't i i could probably think of something but again would we want me to get more it's bad or pop music we are allowed to criticize bad pop music it's not <laughs> What? No, say it. Every time you, every time you hesitate and say, I was just saying, I was gonna be like, yo, Steve, it ain't racist until you say, well, it might be racist. You know, you just gotta leave that part of your sentence out and just go, man. Just, just go. You're right. You're right. I'm too hard on myself. It's too hard. For too long, white people have been too hard on themselves. They really gotta cut themselves some slack. <laughs> well, no, let's get to the chorus because I think the chorus might have a lot more. Um, 
lyrics to provide context of what the song is about and uh, some additional depth. Now what's what's tough is what's tough. Every time I I see a lady that I want to spend on, you know what I mean. I ain't got no Extrapolate. money. Yeah, I mean, please, go on. Well, I, I don't have any money. <laughs> okay. So I spend my time. On them? But, yeah, but apparently my time's not worth as much as I think it is. So what do you what do? You do? What do you, I wish Will I am would explain. I think you're talking about, Mike, you got money. You're wearing a polo shirt right now. Not the type of shirt, but the brand right, of shirt. Right, it's a, it's, a, it's a t-shirt polo because I'm that poor. <laughs> no, it's, it's, not actually, it's not actually a polo. It looks very much like it, but it's, it's Paul Lutz, the knockoff. He's actually no. got... That's a mini golf putter that's he's a, actually got. It, that's that's how you can tell. That's that's not a horse. That, it, is, a, that is a man in a horse costume. <laughs> that takes two men, folks, okay? <laughs> it's Take, not even. It's one guy trying to hold up the whole thing. It's just strange how they spend so much time designing that logo because you can tell that it's actually two men in a horse suit, but it's so small. That's how we feel at at Pola. At Pola. Pola. No, just I. Uh, and again, this is my own ignorance. What are the other two guys from Black Eyed Peas' names? Taboo and oh god, how do you pronounce that? Apple Dap. APL period DE period AP. I feel like he didn't become as successful as like Will I Am because it's just harder Apple to, to app? say. Apple yeah. to app? Yeah, Apple to app. I don't uh, know. Again, reminder to the listening audience, we are super white. I hate telling people that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't li- listen, listen, like I don't think we have to say that just to say just to say why we're confused at a name that has random like periods dropped all Damn over. Damn it, it, Nick, I am trying to inject some controversy into this limp-wristed, flaccid show you've got going on here that I hey. begged you to be a part of. <laughs> Us white guys aren't all flaccid. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just going to let that sit for a little. Yeah. <laughs> sit time. limply on the table. As, he, as Mike looks furtively to the both of us, <laughs> desperate for some sort of recognition. Come right? On, guys. guys, right? Listen, guys, be nice to Mike. He has this lot going on. Like, he doesn't even know his headphones are on backwards right now. Oh, my God, are they? I'm hearing the right and the left and the left and the right. Who am I? I'm, like, dyslexic in the ears. I'm sorry for my dyslexic folks out there, including my sister. I love you. They never specify how much. Well, all your money. I guess it goes without saying. Which is, which I think is kind of fair. That's a because few hundred bucks. I no, do it. <laughs> no, it, it, it shouldn't be. A, it shouldn't be a fixed amount because say depends on what time of time. <laughs> depends on what part of town you're in. Yeah. No, say you're working minimum wage. Um, you're spending all your money. That's still very important to you. It's all of your money. Whereas if you are, let's say, make you know, making six figures, let's say, and spending all your money, it's still as important to you. It, it, like, it's almost like a fixed percentage. It's not of actual, ta- like, you know, f- set amount of money. Nick. Yeah. I was making the minimum wage. Hold on a second. Let's, let's assume that. And you're, and you're telling me Fergie would be down. It doesn't matter. It's all your money. Seven point. Are you going to tell us your net worth right now? No. You're not making. Well, this isn't mine. This is if I was working minimum wage. 
So did New York pass a, so a fifteen dollar minimum wage yet? Or it's not. It's not in effect yet. But it doesn't matter. It would still be. Spent I'm just on saying Fergie. I would sell drugs to hook up with Fergie because honestly, it'd be two hundred ninety bucks. That's not so bad. Yeah, but she wouldn't hang out with you then because she's trying to stay clean. But she's no, she would. She said you're spending spend all your all time, my money. all your money on me, and spending time on me. And she doesn't need to know what I do when I'm not making money. I'ma get, 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 get you drunk, get you love drunk off my hump. What you gonna do with all that ass, all that ass inside of me? I'ma make, 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 make you scream, make you scream, make you scream, cause of my hump, <laughs> my hump, my hump. All right, so we're we're hearing we're hearing. Okay, we got the mission statement down. Yes. Back to what? Remember to work on this later on, Mike. To work on your work on what you were saying earlier. Yeah, right. All right. Of course, of course. Uh, we got the mission statement down right. for my hubs. <clears throat> now we're getting into the body of the work. Boom! We're in the body. The body of the work is all about the body. The body, as the, the name ca- would imply, of the camel, right? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, talking because yes, we're still running with Fergie being a camel. I'm telling, dressed in human. But- she wants someone to ride her. Through Egypt, okay? <laughs> she is really saying... I, I gotta say, the the way... The, we, we have a freeze frame right now. And the way she's positioned, it does almost look like she's got two humps and someone could sit like on the arc of her back. She... I'm telling you guys, I know, it doesn't seem what she's been trying to imply. We just don't she get the She went art. for the mass, like, you know, for what people want to see. But in the, in the end, this song is about Fergie wishing she was a camel in human clothes. And the only reason I say that is because she got fit ass in some jeans. So, you know, camels still got an ass, but they got humps. Two of them. One to two, depending on one the camel. One to two. But she's got, she wants two. She, it, well, she wants one of the front well, that's and one why, of the back. That's why it's not my hump. It's my humps. My humps. Plural. And she's like, yo, boy. And, you know, and this, this I'm telling this, this tour guide is spending all his money. He's spending, and you know what? He's making more than minimum wage. And he's still got throwing down some, he's throwing down G's, boy. You know how much a camel costs? Look up how much a camel costs. You'll be surprised. And, and that's, that's just to get the camel. Then you got to feed the camel. You got to yeah, water the camel. Food. You have to you gotta camel, camel, camel make buy nice earrings. You got to buy the camel a lot of shit. Okay, what's worse? Objectifying a woman or comparing her to a beast of burden? I would argue they're interchangeable. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That argument's got legs. Like a camel. Just like a camel who's got four, and that's more than anything else got. Unless you're a tarantula, but we're not getting into that. All right. You're saying you're saying a camel, by proxy of having four legs, has more legs than any other animal. It's tied with a lot of animals, Mike. Insects aren't animals, let's be honest. Nothing supersedes the camel in terms of like quantity. There's Nothing. so many animals out there with three legs, but god damn it, those camels with four. Met a girl down at the disco. She said, hey, 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 yeah, let's go. I could be your baby, you could be my honey. And let's spend time, not money. And mix your milk with my cocoa pup. Milky, milky cocoa. Oh, mix my your God. Milk with my cocoa pup. Yeah, you milk. heard that. Mix your milk with my cocoa puff. Look, milky, milky cocoa this, puff. This was a big year, if I recall correctly. This was a big year in milk metaphors for sex. Yes. You had, the, and you cereal. Had, yeah. You had Kellis's milkshake. Yep. Uh, around the same time. Yeah. There was a third one that escapes me. Well, actually, fairly recently, Fergie uh, came out with the song Milf Money, 
And there's a milk oh God. milk metaphor that runs throughout that, that entire existed. one. I oh yeah, that existed until you told me. Yes, fairly recent. It's like some sort of horrible repressed memory. I think you guys are missing the fact that this is a beautiful camel. No, no, we're gonna leave the camel for a second. Well, the camel can be involved. It doesn't matter. A beautiful female specimen of whatever mammal you choose, whether it be human or camel, uh, mixing. Okay. Yes. I mean, she's about to give birth. This is a pregnant. Wait, the camel or Fergie? I'm losing is, track of the metaphors. Fergie might be the camel, and they're both pregnant, okay? <laughs> but if you're mixing milk, there's only one way to do it, folks, and that's when you're pregnant, okay? Wait, that's, I, I'm what does that have to do with the Cocoa Puffs? I'm, I'm almost 99.9% .9 certain that isn't what the metaphor is. I'm just saying that this 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 tour guide... Yes, the, the, cam, the camel tour guide in Egypt. ...is also looking at milking these camels. Okay, you can milk goats. Why can't you milk camels? Can you milk a camel? It, I assume you can. And do you love Cocoa I, Puffs? I've got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> Uh, Cocoa Puffs are great. I haven't had them I in a love long Cocoa time, Puffs. But. I'm not necessarily cuckoo for them, but but so here. But here's the thing. Uh, Will I am was the one saying milk with my Cocoa Puffs. I think he's he's milk linking with he, my Cocoa. Puffs. But like I think he's he's milky milky cocoa. Yes, I think he's implying he is the Cocoa Puffs in this situation. Yeah, because he's eating the cocoa puffs. Is it his cocoa puffs? No, I don't think it's Will I Am eating a bowl of cocoa puffs while like looking at a camel. All right, so Arson, you dip your nuts in some camel milk. Wait, wait I don't know wait. what you wanna. I don't know what you're trying to this say. This has Nick. gotten wildly out of hand. Or are we actually just getting to a deeper truth that most people don't see below the surface? What the hell is he doing with the cocoa puffs, Nick? Why don't you tell? Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me? All what? right, I'll take this one. So. Will I am mm -hmm. uh, is the cocoa puffs. He's, yes, I, I agree yes. with that. All of them. Fergie is the milky. Yes. Okay, you see where we're going with this? Are you saying the whole body is cocoa puffs and milky? Because cocoa puffs, <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> cocoa puffs, cocoa puffs, cocoa puffs, cocoa puffs it's a very are, specific brand they sell in the Poconos. Are circular chocolate goodness. I'm not saying Will I am isn't. I'm just saying it usually means puffs is plural. So there's two puffs. So, or more. Yes. So, where are all the puffs at? Milky I do want to say something. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Yes. I do want to say something. Will I Am, mad respect, works very fast. Because the, the lyric is, I met a girl down by the disco. She said, hey, 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 let's go. Two lines. Done. He's in. He's made it. How does he do that? He's Will I Am. Yes. He's Will I Am. I should be my... <laughs> Nope. Mike Gael. Okay, no, Mike, Mike, let me just say, if, if you, it's so much easier to approach a girl if you see that she has headphones on that you created. So if you get on that, you've already got your first line. Hey, are you wearing those Hustle Russell headphones? <laughs> Hustle <laughs> Russell. It's where the... Why, where yes. The, yes, I am. It's where the sound travels so fast in your ears, you just can't stop listening to anything. Like, yeah, the, yeah the, 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 the Russell <laughs> Hustle headphones. Stuck right in. The Russell Hustle headphones, just anything that they're plugged into, it plays that song like 20% faster than it's supposed the to Dre, be. The Dre Beats, their whole, the, the whole like campaign slogan for Dre Beats is, people aren't listening to all the music. For the Hustle Russells, it's, people are listening to too much of the music. <laughs> too much. They're hearing too much of the music. The boys they want the sex me. They always standing next to me. Always dancing next to me. Trying to feel my hum, hum. Looking at my love, love. You can look, but you can't touch.
so, drama so she's gonna, drama. She's gonna drama actually. Drama she's gonna. She's gonna actually. Uh, you might like this, Steve. She's gonna. I doubt know, it. Recruit a lot of actors and put on a nice dramatic production about sexual harassment. About yes. sexual harassment. Who happened to help out with this song in general? Anyway, right? Yeah. In a, in a manner of speaking, yes. <laughs> But she's, she obviously is assuming that the target demographic are not big theater fans because she says you don't want no drama. But she says, she says basically, you're in the club, you look and you touch, but make sure you look and don't touch. Because if you touch, then there'll be drama, drama. You don't want no drama, You don't drama. want any of it. No. You don't want these theater geeks rolling in here, putting on a freaking play. That's at least three acts. Now, wait, Mike, because I really, I really honestly think that your um, interpretation of the song has legs, uh, much like the camel does. So where, where are, are these theater kids in Egypt? With the, are, are they like part of a class that's listen, gone on a field trip? Listen, listen, if you didn't realize, Nick, yeah. by the Black Eyed Peas and Fergie, they're very diverse, okay? They are. So they're out in the Middle East, and they're recruiting these, these, these up-and-comers, okay? Wait, is Fergie still the camel? Or is it Fergie? Yes, she can be the... It doesn't matter. If, it doesn't matter at this point who the camel is. Drama's being started. It doesn't matter if it's animal or beast or human. Drama's being started. You want no drama? But there's going to be drama. Well, no, there's only drama if you, if you, if you touch. Look, but don't touch. But, who's, but if you touch, there'll be drama, drama. But everyone touches the camel. Because they can't help themselves. Everyone wants to pet a camel. Have you never not pet it? You walk up to a camel. Are you not petting the camel? I can honestly say I've never in my life been near a camel, nor would I say I feel the desire to become near one. But if you happen to be near one, you'd probably pet it. As soon as you walked into my apartment, you immediately pet the cats and started taking pictures of them. Look, those cats were super adorbs, all right? A camel's pretty adorable, too. No, it isn't. It spits. It's really smelly, and you don't realize it. Look, I'm, how about it, them humps, though? <laughs> it does possess two humps, but they store water for long treks through the desert, all right? Much like Fergies do, if that helps you. <laughs> Fergie stores a lot of water, booze, and weed. That's, <laughs> that's my kind of lady. <laughs> or camel. <laughs> Fergie, if you're listening to this... Uh, and she is. And she is. Uh, I don't remember if you're single. I think you're still married to Josh Duhamel. If so, keep going that direction. He is a handsome man. But if that's no longer the case, uh, there's a man to my left here. His name's Mike Russell. Uh, he is beer sweating as we speak. He is wearing a knockoff polo shirt. Pola. Pola. It doesn't even have the collar, folks. <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's their motto. Pola. It doesn't even have the collar. And... And he is he is ready to take you on a whirlwind romance. So call us when you get a second. Five yes, once five, he's five I feel eight, like I'm three, camelback five three. I'm camelback through Egypt. We will see the great pyramids. No no drama. No 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 drama. She's talking to you specifically, Mike Russell. Don't pull on my hand, boy. You ain't my man, boy. I'm just trying to dance, boy. And move my heart. My heart. My heart. My heart. My heart. Can we just also talk about I just lumps just does not conjure up attractive imagery in my head. No. 
No, not, not like, I feel like there's more flattering placeholders for what she's actually talking about, her figure and her body. Like, flumps, perhaps. Lumps sounds like something that a doctor... Yeah, flumps! Lumps sounds like something a doctor would tell you that you have in an area where you're not supposed to. Crumps and flumps. Right, yeah, no, lumps Lumps makes me think of, like, an oatmeal, and I never eat that for breakfast. <laughs> I'll tell you, I would eat Fergie for breakfast. And the, you know, the appropriate sense. Like, Well, what is the appropriate sense <laughs> Guys, of don't that? get him wrong. He's not being gross about it. <laughs> no. He's trying to be as appropriate as possible about what he just said that I won't repeat. All right, there's not much more to talk about the song. For the most part, from here on out, it just kind of repeats the central theme. Are you telling me that this song continues on its current trend until the very end? It does. There, there is not an abrupt, uh, you know, right-hand turn where all of a sudden Fergie and her the rest of the Black Eyed Peas realize, you know what, there's there's more to a woman than just her humps there that we have not discussed and I think is worth talking about. It does continue on the theme Look, of objectifying the song, the the song opens a dialogue, guys, okay? It opens a dialogue for us to discuss the role of, of men and women in society and how respect needs to be earned between the two yes. of us. Yes. Yes, it opens up many questions. What are we going to do with all that junk? All that junk inside that trunk. Well, it's going to get, get, get Mike drunk, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, felt like, I, I love it because I felt like it happened very progressively throughout the song. The more we listen to it, the more it happened. Mike, are you okay Are we keeping there? you for something, Mike? Oh, no. No, sorry. I was just checking this lady who has nice humps and <laughs> seeing. How am I the inappropriate one? <laughs> really? How? <laughs> Mike, we're fucking recording. And you couldn't wait another, what, five minutes? Like, listen, guys, <laughs> listen. We are, we are here. We have understood. I feel like we've truly understood the meaning of how this song Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so quiz, quiz time. Mike. Tell me exactly what the song is about, incorporating all the things that you said regarding the camel, regarding the drama kids on the field trip in Egypt. Tell me what the song is about. All right. So the song is about, all right, it's about a... I'm going to keep this playing softly in the background. What is the song about? You, you can't do that. It's too hypnotic. He'll, he'll not be able to concentrate. All right. So this is about, all right, a desperate Egyptian tour guide. Yes. And when I say Egyptian... It literally could be anyone trying to start a tour guide service in Egypt. I'm just saying he's like in Egypt starting a tour guide service. And he's spending all his money on this camel, right? He's like, this is the best camel. This camel's got humps, two of them. Damn. All right. <laughs> and he's dressing it up. He's like, this is going to be the best service. Everyone wants this. Boom. And this camel's sending to him, be like, what up? Yeah, you want this, but you're spending all your money on me, all your time on me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, shit. And you're like, yo. He's So it comes down to <laughs> the fact that this son is, that's why the son dies though, Nick. That's why there's a son tops report on my humps is because camels can't wear human clothes, Nick. They, they will die of heat exhaustion out in the desert, all right? They're not meant for that. Preach, so preacher. I say that this song died. Okay, yes. What, from what is animal your... cruelty, Nick? That's what it was. So we may as well get into it. So you're saying your song tops your report on this is that this song died because camels can't wear human clothes, and exactly. this desperate Egyptian tour guide forced it into those clothes. Yes. And the ca and and the camel 
uh, was wearing too much, you know, true religion jeans and uh, polo tops. It needs at least two pairs. Yes. Yes, it would. At least two when you got humps like that? Come on. Well, and just four legs. (laughs) The four legs. I don't know. Maybe you would just drape them over the top of it, which seems like not the most uh, utilitarian way to dress a camel. But I'm not the tour guide. Let the humps breathe, Nick. You got to let the humps breathe. Yeah. I freaking knew that. I'm a. I must be some sort of some sort of neophyte. Some. I just might. I just don't comprehend, because uh, I really got lost at the whole point where the camel talked. Uh, the whole no imagination camel part is where I stopped. Uh, but I, I apparently that uh, was too far. I stopped. Stop short. Have you ever been? If I may ask you, Steve, have you ever heard of like a, a mirage? Right. <laughs> have you ever been lost in the desert of the Egyptian desert? The one where they ride camels. Sometimes you see and hear shit. Yeah, <laughs> you do. That's where the song was originated. <laughs> Will I am. This was a fever I, dream. I am like, fully <laughs> willing to accept that this whole song and video was the result of some sort of uh, involuntary trip. Well, uh, Steve, then, because like I said, there's, there's really, like I said, not much more point discussing it. It just kind of trails off from there. So. Steve, uh, what is your diagnosis of uh, how the song died? What is your song topic? Diagnosis for? murder. Murdered by who? Uh, I think it's pretty much just the uh, just the random objectification of women, which I am totally in favor of. So you think this was uh, this song randomly objectified women itself to death? In a in a way, it sort of it it sort of. Like a like a singularity crumples in on its own logic of, uh, this is a song about female empowerment, but the way we're empowering ourselves is by objectifying ourselves, which takes away the empowerment unless it doesn't, and I'm being a stupid misogynistic man and not reading into it what I should be reading. All very likely. <laughs> um, for me, I think that this song starved to death because it did not have the money to feed itself because of the lawsuit it had to pay to Orin Lynn Tolliver <laughs> who yes! wrote the song Sexual Harassment or wrote the song I Need a Freak as the band Sexual Harassment <laughs> and thus caused the song to very slowly fade away. Yes, Oliver uh, Tolliver wins again. <laughs> wins again. He has the last <laughs> laugh. That's amazing. Tolliver, three. Music industry, zero. I hope he's doing well. I really want to hear those um, 300 songs that he has lined up. All 300, yeah, which uh, in two years. I mean, what a piece of shit, really. Come on. Come on. I I thought we were pro-Tolliver. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I... I feel like I am. I want to hear what the songs sound like. How long are they, though, truly? And how much chorus are we talking about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how many of them are variations of, like, the same song? Did you just, yeah, variations of the same song? Or, or if your chorus is, like, oh, you're pulling a Beatles bullshit. Oh, listen, I like the Beatles. But, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> trigger warning. But, yes, yes, this is the most controversial part of the episode. This is the trigger warning, everyone. Yes. Well, I think I think that about sums it up. I I, I, I think we really figured out what the song was about. Uh, Egyptian tour guides everywhere love it. I disagree. I think we can go another full hour. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you for listening once again 
Uh, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're always posting stuff there now. We're very active. Leave your comments, your trolling, your Egyptian knowledge uh, in the section of where you can write things. Because our, our listener basis, I think, is a lot of Egyptologists. I, and we really want to hear that pertinent information. You give us the scoop, America. <laughs> Uh, but we also have our individual social media pages. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick Brigadier. Uh, Mike, is there any place people can... Uh, well, I have a website called MrMikeRussell.com. It is still currently under construction and probably will be for the next two months. But uh, So, yeah, no, I don't. I don't have anywhere. You cannot find Mike Russell anywhere, so don't oh, even try. Oh, Steve, wait. do you have oh, any place man. people can find you? First plug, I'm giddy. I'm really giddy right now. Oh, I've never plugged look anything Look at the before. smile on his face. Uh, uh, if it wasn't for the just the acrid stench of the beer flowing from my pores right now. <laughs> it would be perfect. Uh, it would be perfect moment. Uh, I also have a website currently under construction. It will just be stephentrollinger.com. When it's, when Wait, Trollinger? Tro- tro- stephentrollinger.com. I, uh, I also have a Twitter. Trollinger hyphen pronounced hyphen Trollinger hyphen dot com. Backspace, backspace. Uh, there and uh, you can also uh, the six people who follow me on Twitter can yell at me on there at uh, 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 Stephen Trollinger at your man Trollo. That's with one L. Okay. Nothing says you know love like a half dozen amount of criticism you know <laughs> yes when there's only six people and they're all criticizing you uh just please strangers please talk to me through 140 characters or less uh well i need it i need the validation I need it. steven despite everything that has transpired throughout this episode i'm very happy to have had you join us uh look forward to seeing you on the next episode uh and on that note uh once again, audience, thank you so much for listening. Thank uh, you. Nick, I thank am you. Nick Breedier. Mike Russell. Steve Trollinger. And we will see you next time. Take care. <laughs>